Welcome, everyone. This is David Burnett with Ricky Whitaker for the Talking Ball, y'all, Picayune post-game podcast. We're sitting here at outside West Harrison's Field after a Maroon Tide victory of 56 to 13 over West Harrison. Ricky, the first half, you want to let's line it out for us and show tell everyone how the first half went. Well, you know, we we thought West Harrison would come out and throw the ball a lot, and um, first play of the game, boy, they came out in shotgun uh, first play and. Through the ball. After that, though, it's a lot of hard power football running. I didn't really expect that from them. They were getting a lot of success from the buck sweep. You know, they were able to kick out our uh, our outside linebacker and get some good some good yards there. A lot of hard runs by you know number twenty one and number eight. Some guys that we talked about actually played played pretty hard. Ran the ball very hard. Uh, Brady Martin, their quarterback. You know, we talked about he was going to have a you know throw a nice ball, and, and he did. Um, they came out and drove it, kept the ball for seven minutes, Dave, and um, he actually scores. The quarterback scores on a keeper. He got, got called back from a penalty. He throws another really pretty ball to number two, his wide receiver. It goes through his hands. They go for it on fourth down, and, and Chris Davis intercepts it. And that's really how you know, the, the, the first part of the game started out. And, look, defense was on the field for a total of about ten minutes in, uh, of that first quarter. They had the ball for a long time. Picayune comes out, um, you know, we go fourth play of the drive of our first drive. Dante Dado, he goes 70 yards. And um, Wes Harrison puts together another pretty good long drive. Um, Brady Martin hooks up with number one Skidmore, kid that we talked about, the basketball player kid. He makes a long pass, uh, catches a long pass, and that leads to a, a run by number eight, and it, it's 7-7. Seven to seven. Uh, Chris Davis takes the next kickoff back for a touchdown, and, and it's it's 14-7 there. And then... Really, Dave, we started to, to start kind of taking control a little bit. We started shutting some things down that they were doing to us uh, on to our defense and really got some holes with our offensive line was opening up. And it's 28-7 before you know it. And, you know, Doddell had another big 70-yard run. Uh, Noah Carter took a wingback reverse 65 yards. So that's pretty much the tale of the first half. It was 28-7. Yeah, first half, um, I mean, other than the long drive that um – West Harrison had at the beginning of the game, the seven-minute drive. Picayune only really had the ball like two minutes after you, you take – I mean, Dowdell scored so quickly. It kept the defense out there. So the defense was out there the first half. So kind of the first quarter, you're, you're kind of thinking maybe this is going to be bank leave all over again. The get, uh, defense getting gassed, cramping up. Didn't see any of that tonight. They were able to right the ship later on in, in the second quarter. So it was – good thing and also ricky i mean we we talked about in a preview and uh can't believe how close we get sometimes but we talked about west harrison needing to you know throw the ball a little bit and they did eight times in the first half and they're going to play hard and they played hard through the whole game and uh that's the difference i see in west harrison from past years is they usually lay down uh pat coach patrick's got this got his group playing really, really tough. They just don't have enough to compete in 5A football at this moment. And But he does a great job with the kids he has. And I also talked to someone out there, and he said that he thought they're way more organized than they have been in the past, too. Um, you talk about the penalties. Picking did have a lot of penalties in the first half, something we kind of hit on the last couple of weeks, Ricky, with um, penalties. And um, a few miscues in the first half. You had uh, – Chris Davis also had a 66-yard touchdown call back. And what a night he had, and we'll get to his totals at the end. And also on a fourth down play in that first half, uh, Dawson Underwood missed Noah Carter. would have been a touchdown. I mean, just threw it behind him, couldn't get over there. 
and field position wasn't the greatest thing for uh, PQN in that first half. But part of it was turnover on downs. But the first half, you know, all in all was great if you look at the score. But there's also some things PQN needs to work on. And going into next week, PQN will have to work on that stuff going to George County. But um, second half was totally different for PQN. You want to uh, talk about the second half, Ricky? Yeah, I mean, we came out. Got the ball, three-minute drive. Uh, it ended with a 25-yard run by Dorian Robinson. It, it's 35-7 to seven at that point. And then what was a little bit of a different change, uh, West Harrison came out, and they had six men on the line of scrimmage. They really came out and mimicked Picayune's defense they were running. And uh, that, that allowed them to, to get a, you know some more stops. And, and, again, we just made the adjustments. We saw Bray Robertson come in about halfway through the third quarter. Uh, we had one possession where we actually um, – we're trying to pitch it to Dorian Robinson, and he just mishandled it. That led to a turnover. Um, really about a minute 17 in the third quarter, uh, number 21 for them. We've talked about him, Keontae Smith. He, he took about a 30-yard play uh, on that, that buck sweep to make it 35-13. Uh, they actually missed the PAT, so that's that's where the score stood. Uh, Nikki Harris comes in. Uh, he takes 157 yards for a touchdown. It's 42-14 at that point. Um, interception by Josiah Conti. Uh, Chris Davis takes 165 yards for a touchdown. It's 49-13 at that point. And then about 8.30 to go in the, in the game, Dave. A lot of new new faces and new numbers started to come in on both sides of the the, 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 the ball for Picayune, defense and offense. Um, and the last score of the game was uh, Nathan Hickman uh, takes a, a, a short TDN to make it 56-13. It's about a minute and a half to go in the game. And that's pretty much how the game ended. And, you know, we'll look at kind of the good and the bad, right? Uh, the good – for Picayune, look, the defense, they did what we thought. They got a sack, uh, a lot of quarterback pressures, and that was really by big number 32, um, J.B. McWilliams. He, he was he was all in that quarterback's face. Yeah, and Peyton Wells came in some. Um, it, actually, he came in for J.B. He was getting gas, as we talked about, and, and he came in and did, did a really nice job. That gives us some added depth and some additional things that we can do. I think that's something they've looked at uh, on defense to be able to bring some more guys in. He, he did a really nice play, and – Another kid that stuck out to me, Dave, was number 10, Kyler King. Uh, made some good plays on defense and offense. You know, we've talked about what a good athlete he is, good baseball player. Um, I think he's going to be a good one. Um, you know, we got to see a, a good look at what some of the, those future guys are going to be able to do. So that was good. Some of the bad stuff, eight penalties. Um, that's the same penalties that we had last week. Now, I, I will make a comment on that, though. I think that half of those were what we would call aggressive penalties. You know, when you pancake block a kid, it looks so bad. Uh, that you have to call, a, you know, a holding penalty. I don't really agree with that, but that did happen. Um, you know, we let the receivers get behind us a couple of times. We talked about how good number one was and, and number two on the other side as well. We got beat on a couple of plays. Now, we held up pretty good. Uh, the quarterback did throw the ball 14 times. He only completed four of those. Uh, so we did a pretty good job in coverage. Um, again, defensive line played, played really well um, overall. We made the adjustments. We gave up big plays. But we made the adjustments. They were gashers on the buck sweep. They were they were trapping us a little bit. We adjusted. So we we've done a good job of doing that. Um, and, and we're going to need to do it again next week as well. Yeah, next week's going to be a real test for Picayune as they travel to Loosedale. Three road games in a I mean yeah three road games in a row. Ricky, we went to East Central last week, come away with a victory. Go to West Harrison, come away with the victory. But this week coming up is going to be one of the bigger tests going to Loosedale play in George County. It's a very long trip. You've had three in a row and, you know, they're just going to have to clean up what, in the problems that they've had with the penalties and starting slow um, either offensively or defensively. Offense, 
really didn't start slow tonight. But the defense was really slow to really catch on to what was going on. And I think um, they're not going to be able to do that next week. George County's going to bring, going to have way more athletes than we've probably seen on the field on one team so far this year. And so we'll see how we match up against them uh, this coming week, and we'll have a preview episode to really, you know, hash that out. And hopefully, we'll get you some good stuff for that for for George County on the on the way to there. Ricky, let's uh, man, you talk about some names. Credit Tiffany for uh, getting us a good stat sheet this week. I this is probably going to be the most correct stats we've had all season. But uh, just looking at it, it's kind of overwhelming, Ricky. We got so many people to talk about, and uh, let's name them off. Um, Darnell wasn't a, a big factor in the um, yard game. You know, I'm gonna say run game. He's a big factor in the run game, but not as he didn't have, only had two carries, and he had four yards. But the help he provides, and you'll hear it in the interview. We we were I was lucky enough to get Chris Davis and um, Dante Daldell for interviews along with Coach Stogner. And they, they mentioned, you know, I think uh, Dowdell mentions Darnell, how big he is in the run game. But um, only only two two carries for four yards. Dowdell had a big night. He had 189 yards on nine carries and two touchdowns. That's a 21-yard average. Chris Davis had the touchdown on the kickoff. It was like uh, 60-something yards, I believe. It's the only thing I don't have wrote down, but I have it in my notes. 65. Was 65. It was 65-yard touchdown run by Chris Davis on the kickoff. He also had two touchdowns. With two touchdown total, he had another touchdown, a 64-yard rushing touchdown. But he also had a 66-yard touchdown call back on a holding. And that was the one that led to the Noah Carter um, 64-yard touchdown, if I'm correct on my uh, series. But Davis finished with four carries for 150 yards um, for the night. Noah Carter had the one carry for 64 yards and a touchdown. Nathan Hickman had two carries for 17 yards and a touchdown. That was a 12-yard touchdown he had in the scoring for the uh, Tide. Doran Robinson had two carries for 27 yards. And Naki Ratcliffe had five carries for 86 yards and a touchdown, and he looked good running the rock tonight too. But you also had uh, Underwood had no completion, but he had a little bit of rushing yards. It may have been called back. He had one rush. And then but uh, Kyler King had one catch for five yards, and that came from Brady Robertson. And then Chris Nixon also had a catch for 17 yards. And Kyler King also had one rush for – uh, 38 yards on that wingback reverse. I believe, was it wingback reverse? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Color King. So a lot of kids got in tonight, Ricky. That's always a good thing. You always worry about these kind of games where the clock will be on like automatic clock and it just kind of runs. And so you don't get a lot of playing time from your younger kids. Or in our case, it's not younger kids. We're playing younger kids all week. Every day we're playing younger kids. I mean, every week, every game we're playing younger kids. Our thing is just getting the backups in. They're all young. Um, but they all got a lot of playing time, so it was great to see tonight. Um, Ricky, I don't know if you have any final thoughts on how you thought the game went. No, I mean, I just uh, – like you said, we, we got some young guys to play. Um, we came out injury-free, you know. Uh, to be able to win a game like we did and, and only have Dante Daldell touch the ball nine times is always a plus. Uh, he's going to have fresh legs next week. He's going to need that. 
got a big game coming up. There's no doubt about that. And and I do. I want to give some more credit to some of those guys for West Harrison. They they played hard. You know, I, I mentioned number one Skidmore, Brady Martin, uh, number twelve, their quarterback, and, and and those guys are sophomores. So we'll see them for a couple more years. Uh, in this district, and if they can get some good talent around them, they've got a pretty good nucleus um, with their their skill players. And Melvin Pickens, number eight, made some hard runs. I mean, just ran the ball very, very hard. He's a junior. He's going to be back. So, you know, best of luck to those guys. Um, I know it's it's tough uh, when you're losing, but um, they sure did play hard. So hats off to them. And you know, we're just happy to get out of here injury free, get back to Picayune, start working on George County. Yeah, and hats off to the coaching staff to to get kids to play that hard and i've been here quite a few times watching us play west harrison when when they were in our district and they they never played that hard throughout four quarters and uh so it's a credit to coach patrick and his crew and he was nice enough to give us an interview earlier in the week so if you want to go back and listen to coach patrick um catch catch that also did an interview with coast football we broke down the whole uh coast clay even dropped a really good one this week on uh, Talking Ball Y'all with uh, Greenville Christian head coach, Jones Junior College head coach, and Ocean Springs head coach. Like, I think one loss between all those guys. And uh, so really good, really good episode from uh, Clay this week. Um, we, we dropped some really good ones this week and going to drop a few more tonight. So catch our post-game podcast. But as you listen to it, catch uh, Popperville's, which uh, – Jason Baker and Clay, and also catch uh, Jeff Lawsett and Shesby on the Perver Central one, the Blue Devil one. So we roll out three every Friday, so catch all three of those um, either late Friday night, if you can stay up past midnight, because they just drop around midnight, or catch them Saturday morning. So next week, I will unfortunately not be there, but Ricky will have it, and we should have a stand-in for me, and uh, I think he'll do great. So hopefully... Um, Ricky and if he gets there well I won't say he's going to be there yet but hopefully he'll be there and I, he's going to do a great job and they'll be in Loosedale catching that action so until next week um, you catch Ricky and um, and Loosedale so thanks guys If you're looking for granite, quartz, quartzite or marble come see Angela Burmaster at Exotic Stones located at 6985 Highway 11 North in Carrier, Mississippi, or at their brand new showroom located at 1171 Highway 90 in Bay St. Louis. Angela and her staff will help you select the perfect color scheme and will fabricate and install any residential or commercial project that you have. Angela's low prices and personal touch can't be beat. Also, mention the Talking Ball podcast and Angela will throw in a free sink with your installation. For the carrier location, call 601-798-4334. Or for the Bay St. Louis showroom, call 228-344-3003. All right, I'm joined here by Chris Davis. Chris Davis had four carries for 150 yards and a touchdown. He had an interception and a kickoff return for a touchdown. Chris, um... How you feel about how you feel after that? Uh, I feel pretty good. I credit my blockers when I got the ball. Trust coach trusted me to put, put do it, and I try to produce the best I could. Yeah, so uh, great play there in the end zone. I I couldn't tell if it was Condi. I had to actually watch the video. Y'all both were down there. Real showed real athleticism back there in the uh, corner of the end zone to make that catch. 
So what do, what do you like playing best, offense or defense? Offense. I like to run the ball. It's pretty – it's fun. So you and uh, Dowdell, Dante shared a load pretty much. We got a uh, – tonight. Um, but it was nice to see uh, Naki in there. So what do you think – and you also had Dorian score a touchdown. So what do you think the four of y'all are capable of doing back there? Even Darnell, I forgot to count him in there. He didn't have a, a, the carries tonight, but he usually does. But y'all five together are uh, one – I mean, a really, really good group of running backs. Yes, sir. We, we we preach to each other. We let them know what we do wrong. We let us know what we do right. And we just all stay humble, keep our head up, keep grinding. Uh, all right, Chris. Thanks, man. Thank you. Johnson Farms and Meat Market. Where can you find a full-service butcher shop that carries only the finest beef? From Mississippi farm-raised corn-fed cattle? Why, that would be Johnson Farms and Meat Market in Picayune. Shop at johnsonfarms.com or stop in at the corner of Highway 11 and North Hall in Picayune. Johnson Farms and Meat Market, where quality beef begins. All right, now I'm joined here by the other running back, one of the other running backs tonight, Dante Dowdell. Dante had nine carries for 189 yards and two touchdowns. Dante, um, line blocked really well tonight. You was able to get some long runs. Um, how, what do you think's the biggest attribute to you this year on your runs? My runs, uh, we got them guys up front blocking, blocking, and one of the biggest parts is my fullback. You know, he, he in the trenches with it, you know, he don't get much love, but a lot of my runs come from him and that line blocking, you know. So yeah. it's a team effort, you know. Yeah, Darnell's one of my, I love Darnell. Darnell gets out there, kicks everything. It's, he's one of those guys that some nights he does get a lot of credit, some nights he, he doesn't. But he always blocks for you guys, and I mean, and, and never complains. Looks like he's just happy to be out there. Oh yeah, he always get credit for me though. You know, I never, I never let him go without credit. You know, if anybody else don't, I'm gonna give him credit. So uh, you didn't go on defense tonight, did you? So how do you like playing defense? I mean, I like defense. You know, I like outrunning the ball more. You know, with defense, it's just natural to me. You know, just coming off the ball, using my strength is just natural. But I like offense more. You know, I like score touchdowns. Well, Dante, it was great tonight. I got some good video of you running some long touchdowns tonight. And uh, do you get ready because uh, we got to go to George County next week. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Might do the same thing next week. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Dante. Hey, folks, it's never too early or too late to get that spring cleaning done. Give our friends at Silver Run Cleaning Services a call. They provide Pearl River County and the surrounding areas with a professional cleaning service. Silver Run Cleaning offers tailor-made and customizable services for your commercial business, your post-construction cleanup, and your residents. Remember that Silver Run Cleaning Services. For reoccurring and one-time appointments, give Darby McCraney a call at 601-337-1721. That number once again is 601-337-1721. Let Silver Run Cleaning Services handle all your messy cleanups. All right, now I'm joined here by Coach Cody Stogner following the uh, victory over uh, West Harris. Coach, first half, they kind of were able to move the ball a little bit. Was they running something y'all weren't uh, prepared to run uh, for? No, they were They were giving us their best shot, and we talk about it every week. You know, we ought to be proud that we're going to get everybody's best shot. We wear that picking across your chest. There's a bullseye on our back week in, week out, and we preach to them all week. You know, you can't look at records. You can't look at who they played. You've gotta, we've got to come out and play a little bit more willpower, a little bit more want to than everybody does from the first snap of the game. And essentially, we didn't really do that. And I think they kind of are starting to understand, hey, Coach, we're going to get we're going to get everybody's best shot. And we finally turned it around and got things going. 
So, I mean, it's pretty hard. I thought we played really well after that opening series, like you said, turn it around. Was you worried about them maybe overlooking West Harrison going towards George County? I mean, they're 15 through 18-year-old kids. Absolutely, this always sticks out in your mind, and, you know, and it's the scariest thing as being a coach is, you know, I've been in their shoes once before. Yeah, you, you can typically look over something like this, but – you know, we've, we've got to learn we can't look over anybody's any any opponent because, like I said, we're going to get everybody's best shot. I mean, that's something we ought to be proud of at Picayune is, is that we're getting everybody's best shot. That makes football fun. So we've got to prepare harder and get better. Yeah, so you got George County next week. We've got to make that long road trip to Loosedale. Anything you expect from uh, George County that you know already? Uh, I just know they're very athletic on offense, and uh, that's about all I know right now. I know right now I think they're up on Pearl River Central, so it's going to be – you know, it's essentially a playoff game. You know, if we win, we put ourselves – whoever wins is going to put themselves in the driver's seat for the district championship. And, you know, that's part of our goal. So, we've got to have the best Monday we've ever had here at Picky and start getting prepared and get and get and just get our minds right because, you know, it's another long road trip. Our willpower is going to be tested. It's a grind. We've just got to accept the grind and, 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 and really take it on full speed. Yeah, three road trips in a row coming up going to George County, Coach. Good luck next week and safe travels home. Thank you. Roll Tide.